Everybody, welcome back to the Sunnydale Review. I'm Brian. I'm Jillian. Jillian, how are you doing for this episode? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing quite well. As as always, we record in batches, so it feels weird when we get to the third slash four episode, uh, just like an hour later asking you how you're doing. <laughs> but for everyone else, it's a week apart, and I feel like it would be rude if I did not start the episode out like that. Um, we are going to be covering today... Season or uh, season five, episodes three and four, The Replacement, and Out of My Mind. Mm-hmm. So, pretty exciting. And, yeah, let's just get into it. Unless you have anything you want to start off with. Um, wait, hold on. Let me see when this video is coming out. So, oh, okay. This one will be released probably on the 23rd. So, we, we're far enough out that we can no longer do the uh, almost 20 years to the day. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, that's okay. We we yeah we had fun with that the last few. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right. So the replacement originally aired October tenth, two thousand, was written by Jane Espenson and directed by James A. Cotner. So we begin with Xander, Anya, Riley, and Buffy hanging out in Xander's basement watching a poorly dubbed kung fu movie. <laughs> Um, Xander realizes that he has to find a new place uh, when his parents arrive home upstairs and they start fighting, which causes a big ruckus. Very uncomfortable for everyone. Uh, Unfortunate, obviously, for Xander. Let's see. You good? Thank you. Yep, I'm good. I muted myself. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have to. Um, We'll see how... Xander realizes he has to find a new place when his parents arrive home and upstairs their fighting causes a ruckus which makes everyone very uncomfortable uh just not not great at all no um you know more examples of just sanders home life being awful yep um riley starts giving buffy a massage um xander tries to (laughs) give anya a massage but in the last episode Anya got beaten up by vampires, so she has a bummed shoulder, and uh, this hurts her. So, not smooth on Xander's part whatsoever. No, not so much. But it was weird, because in the last episode, didn't she have a head wound? I I don't remember it being anything about her shoulder, but apparently her shoulder got dislocated or something. I don't know. (laughs) They just needed it for this joke. Yeah. One more joke at the end of the episode. Um. Buffy is basically recreating Cinema Sins before Cinema Sins happened while watching the movie, calling out all the things that they're doing wrong with the fight scenes. Yep. Um, Riley suggests that she should just enjoy it, but Buffy says that he would be upset if they watched a movie with soldiers doing things wrong, like saluting backwards, um, and says that Willow gets upset about movies where witches are portrayed incorrectly. She asks Xander to back her up, and Xander's like, uh, yeah, she's always like, is that a cauldron? Who uses a cauldron anymore? <laughs> Cut to a demon using a cauldron to cast a spell to purchase the death of the Slayer. So, we get the intro. So, very fun. I love how they do this with the writing. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, you get those amazing Buffy jump cuts where, like, somebody says something, and, you know, it's it kind of, uh, is kind of one of those things that at this point we somewhat expect, mm-hmm. which is why uh, we, in this recording session that we're doing today, we've also talked about uh, Shanshu in LA, which is the season finale, uh, or um, yeah, season one finale of Angel. 
And mm-hmm. at one point in that episode, they make a joke about um, like waiting for uh, somebody says something about, oh, a demon's just going to walk through that door. And all three of the characters turn to look at the yeah. door to watch because it's like that's just like the expectation that you have at this point. Somebody says something and then you're going to go see it. <laughs> so I, I think it's funny. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, Willow, Xander, Riley, Anya, and Buffy are viewing an apartment. And it's an extremely nice apartment. This apartment would be so much money. <laughs> like, I don't know what real estate in Sunnydale in the early 2000s was like, but today, oof, you're looking at like three, $4,000 a month easy on this yeah. amazing apartment. Um, yep. The landlord um, hits Xander with all the prerequisites uh, that the apartment comes with, such as credit checks and <laughs> references and, you know, stuff that Xander wasn't really prepared for. No, not He did so say that he had a fake reference of a landlord who was just him doing a voice. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Anya's upset about Xander not being able to afford the apartment. She storms out, which kind of makes Xander just be like, all right, uh, I'll just fill out this application anyways. <laughs> oh, man. Back at the magic box Giles is setting up, he gets accosted by the demon. Um, in his haste, he pulls a statue out of a box that he has, and the demon's like, that's a fertility god. It's not going to stop me. <laughs> and that is, <laughs> the demon's very unamused, and Giles ends up hitting him in the head a couple times with the statue, which is hilarious. Um, it doesn't really phase him, even though Giles does get some good hits in, mm-hmm. and the demon just knocks him to the floor, being like, you're not the slayer. I don't have any, like, thing oh. with you. <laughs> Uh, when he retells the story to the gang, it's very heroic, though he does admit that he didn't really hurt the demon. Giles says, well, I'm not dead or unconscious, so I say bravo for me. <laughs> <laughs> Which, fair enough, honestly. <laughs> I I lost track of the Giles knockout counter, to be honest. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it happens often enough that it becomes a running joke. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Giles figures out uh, what the demon is and figures out that since he smells so bad, he probably was hanging out at the dump. Um, The gang goes to the dump and they find Spike picking through the trash. Um, They ask him if he's seen the demon and he points to like, oh, that demon? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "Uh, have you seen a demon with like flowy cloak or anything? He's like, oh, like that demon right there. Um, and as like the demon starts attacking them, he's like, yeah, go. And then the <laughs> demon zaps a lamp that he's holding and breaks. It and he's like, oh, very nice. I was on your side. <laughs> I mean, it's um, nice that uh, uh, Spike is, what is it? Upcycling? Yes. Uh, yeah. Stuff that he's finding at the dump. So, I mean. Mm. Rally would be happy because when they come in, he's like, people say they're recycling. They're not recycling. <laughs> Captain America right there He really is his most Captain America In that line But he's Um, so vanilla He's so like mm -hmm. boring I don't know The demon starts zapping away at the Scoobies With his magic stick Um, He's kind of shooting all over the place He shoots at Buffy But Xander pushes Buffy out of the way And gets zapped himself after that happens, the demon leaves and the gang picks Xander up out of the trash. 
As they leave, the camera pans back and we see a second Xander still in the trash. Now, I'm going to refer to him as Trash Xander for the rest of this because it's easier than, you know, same thing with like Dark Willow or uh, Evil Willow, Vampire Willow, Normal Willow. Like it's all. The other one can't be like Suave Xander. I named him Clean Xander. Okay. <laughs> so you have Trash Xander. You have Trash Xander and Clean Xander. Yes, because oh. Clean Xander looks like he's perpetually just out of a shower. He looks good. He looks like he this is true. Good. Like, <laughs> all right. So Trash Xander wakes up and goes home, but he can't get in. So he looks through the window and he sees himself getting ready. Um, Trash Xander decides that he needs to get in touch with Buffy as he's calling her. Uh, clean cut Xander walks by the payphone and Trash Xander hangs up to follow him. Buffy picks up the phone on the other end, but of course no one's there. Then Buffy says, regarding the demon, if this guy wants to use weapons, I have it covered from A to Z, from act to Z, other X. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, Riley's worried, but Buffy says not to be worried. Um, they start to make out, and the Don's there to ruin the mood by gagging, which is fun. Fun younger sibling ribbing. Mm-hmm. Um, Joyce asks the girls to sort out their disagreement um, between themselves because it's giving her a headache. Meanwhile, Spike is building a Buffy mannequin at his place. He admires it for a moment and then he kicks it. <laughs> so that's that's great. Very healthy yeah. stuff going on with Spike. Well, I mean, I guess if if he wants to beat up Buffy, but he can't. So if this is his semi-unhealthy, but also semi-healthy way of getting out that pent-up anger, mm-hmm. I mean, there are worse things he can yeah, do. Yeah, it's not the worst. It's not the worst. You're right. What he Easy should do, spike. what he should do is invest in a Sims game where he can mm. then create the people that he's angry with and then kill <laughs> them by putting them in a pool and taking out the ladder. Not that I've ever done that. Mm-hmm. No, of course not. Of course not. But Never um lit fireworks off and deleted the doors. No. Only crazy people. No, you gotta use the like oven. <laughs> the I've oven. heard. I've heard. Yeah. Right. That um uh some Sims have very bad cooking skill and just light the oven on fire every time they cook. So, you know. Mm. Oh man. <laughs> Again, not that I've ever done that. No, of course. Of course. <laughs> um at Xander's construction job, trash Xander spies on clean Xander. Trash Xander. You steal, uh, as Clean Xander's working, he gets called in by the boss to a meeting. Trash Xander says, you steal my life, you get my being fired absolutely free. (laughs) (laughs) Xander's boss meets with Clean Xander, but instead of firing him, he offers him a promotion on a new job. Um, Clean Xander seems to be shining a coin or something into his eye. All right, so yeah, he shines into the eye. Uh, Trash Xander's like, what the hell? Why is what's happening he follows um clean xander to the apartment it turns out that you know his credit check came back perfect and now that uh he's gonna get a promotion he can afford this absurdly expensive place and while he's signing the lease um he seems to be shining the coin into the eye of the landlord or realtor i don't know probably landlord right um it's either the landlord or like the listing agent. 
But either way, if I was the like this person or his boss, I would be so annoyed if I was trying to have a conversation with someone and they kept like using like a little thing to reflect light into my eyes. Like, how do none of these people care? I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, man. So um, while he's signing the lease, the realtor slash listing agent starts coming on to Xander. Because uh, clean Xander is cool, confident, and everything that our regular trash Xander just isn't. <laughs> um, clean Xander calls Anya and apologizes, inviting her to meet him at the apartment. Trash Xander goes to find Buffy, but before he can get there, Clean Xander um, beats him. Oh, no. So when Clean Xander goes to leave the apartment, Trash Xander jumps on his back from behind and Clean Xander pushes him to the floor. Trash Xander's like, you're, you're not getting away with this. You can't do this to me. Clean Xander runs. Trash Xander goes to find Buffy. Before he can get there, Clean Xander beats him to her. Um, the Scoobies vow to kill whatever stole Xander's face. Um, Xander goes, Trash Xander goes to Willow in her dorm and convinces Willow that he's the real him, which was never really a question to Willow because Willow doesn't know like what's going on. But he does this by telling old childhood stories and doing the Snoopy dance. Yes. <laughs> um, Willow which doesn't I... really understand. Sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I think it's so funny that Xander goes to talk to Willow and he's like, Willow, you have to believe me. Like, I'm me. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, okay. Yeah. And he's like, I can prove it to you. I can prove that I'm the real me. And she's like, okay, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> like, she's just like enjoying it. She has no idea what's going on. But she... yeah. He just starts talking and then he starts doing the Snoopy dance. And there are many, 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 many videos uh, on like YouTube. And uh, I think there are probably some on like Nicholas Brendan's uh, uh, Facebook page and stuff. He will do the Snoopy dance if you request it. He'll still do it. So giving the fans what they want after all yep. these years. Love it. Um, <laughs> so Willow doesn't really understand what's happening, but he, she tries to calm Xander down. She uh, He tells her that he woke up in the dump, but she says that they walked him home last night. Um, Trash Xander tells her that there's a double of him hypnotizing people. Back at Giles, they figure out that it's the demon from last night named Top. Um, at Willow's, Trash Xander speculates that it's an evil robot, which is, of course, ridiculous. That wouldn't <laughs> happen. Um, Willow figures out it's Toth immediately, though. It's like, he's a real robot. He stole my face and sent to replace me. He's like, or it's the demon from last night. He's like, or it's the demon from last night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, Trashander is very mopey. Um, without Buffy on his side, he doesn't think he can win this. Uh, he says, I usually get in trouble and Buffy saves me. And Willow's like, that's not true. Sometimes all of us save you. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's actually bothering him is that the demon seems to be living his life better than Xander himself does. He says he should just let him have it. He then um, freaks out as his evil demon twin might be after Anya. And Willow's like, you were worried that he might take over your life and you're just now worried about Anya? And Sandra's like, wait until you have an evil twin and see how you handle it. And he rushes out. And Willow, quietly to herself, is like, I handled it fine. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, of course, a throwback to uh, Doppelgangland when it was 
uh, human Willow versus vampire Willow. But I just, I love the throwback and the fact that she's like, I thought I handled it okay. Yeah, like, just, you uh, think you're the first it. one of us to deal with this? <laughs> um, clean Xander's at the apartment with, at the new apartment with Anya. Um, she doesn't really believe it at first. She's like, this is a trick. <laughs> you're joking. He's like, no, this, I really own the apartment now. We're, we're going to live here. Um, she's excited, but wants to move on with their lives very quickly. Um, since she's finally mortal again, she wants to start checking things off of her bucket list, like getting a car and a boat or a puppy or a child. And she says she has a list somewhere of the order that she wants <laughs> these things. Um, clean Xander calms her down and they kiss and then trash Xander bursts in and confronts them. Willow bursts into Giles, and Giles is like, that time I know I had it locked. <laughs> this is a great throwback to how he just never locks his door ever. Yeah. Um, Willow fills Giles, Buffy, and Riley in on what's going on, and they do the same for her. Giles realizes that the demon tried to split Buffy, one side being the Slayer powers and the other side being the normal girl. But that zap hit Xander instead of Buffy. Riley says, I don't really understand the original plan. The Slayer half would be like Slayer distilled. Pretty unkillable. Huh? <laughs> but Giles says that the two halves can't live uh, one without one another. So if one dies, the other dies. Making the non-Slayer Buffy a very easy target. Um, same would go for Xander. Uh, where if one dies, the other dies. So they really need to stop the Xanders from killing one another. Uh, which is something that could actually happen because Trash Xander brought a gun <laughs> to the apartment. Um, Anya Where did he get it? Uh, it? Later it says that it's Anya's gun, but I don't know how he would have had it. I don't know. And why does Anya have a gun? That's what Riley asks. <laughs> <laughs> you have a gun? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so... Um, Anya and clean Xander go for the gun and all three struggle over it. Buffy and Riley head over to Xander's new place. On the ride over, she asks Riley if she he would have preferred a Buffy free from the Slayer duties. He says he wants the full package of Buffy. Um, Buffy arrives just in time to stop clean Xander from shooting trash Xander. They explain what happened and they try to convince the Xanders that they're actually one. Trash Xander asks... Um, clean Xander about shi the shining object into people's face. Uh, it turns out that it's just a flattened nickel clean Xander thought was neat. <laughs> <And> <laughs> he's like, oh yeah, it is pretty neat. <laughs> he's looking at it. Um, Toth, the demon, knocks the door down. And he's like, this time I won't miss. And he proceeds to miss. <laughs> uh, Riley tries fighting him and gets knocked down. Buffy takes over and kills him. Um, clean Xander. Oh, yeah. That cleaning deposit is gone. <laughs> On day one. <laughs> On day one. <laughs> um, trash Xander's like, I was just thinking that. <laughs> um, back at the magic box, they admire the two Xanders. Anya wants to have a threesome with the two Xanders. <laughs> While they're doing this, Giles is drawing a pentagram on the floor and he hears that. He just stands up. He's like, okay, we just need to set the candles and should probably forget we heard the disturbing sex stuff. 
Um, Willow is pretty easily able to put them back together. The next day, they're moving Xander's stuff, which I think, honestly, you should have kept the two Xanders for the move. Um, I know when I was moving, I would you know, it would have been nice to have another me moving stuff. That is fair. That is yeah, fair. So. so they could have let so they could have let Anya take the boys home for the night, right? moved, move the next day, mm-hmm. and then um, then put them back together. Yeah, it makes sense to me. <laughs> um, they have a moment where Buffy grabs some stuff, and Anya's just sitting there without her sling on, reading a magazine. <laughs> Sanders like, you know. Uh, y'all healed you could help and she's like why buffy has super strength we should just load her up like one of those tiny horses <laughs> <laughs> like a pack mule yeah like a pack mule <laughs> and xander gives her a box um while the two girls are out of the room um xander and riley have a heart to heart about their relationships riley says some weird stuff as usual about how much he loves buffy uh but then he admits uh, that Buffy doesn't love him in the same way and then the episode ends with Xander looking like oh Jesus that is heavy shit to lay on me <laughs> he's like I got a um, lot going on right now with like moving and stuff and I don't need you putting your baggage on me right now no like, right, I, feel, so, I feel like they're always trying to set up this like bromance between uh, mm-hmm. Riley and Xander and for me personally it just doesn't quite play i don't know if it's because i see xander as being like a more evolved character than riley where riley Mm. is literally just captain america um but yeah i don't know it just it doesn't quite play for me um but something funny that i wanted to mention about this episode is actually so nicholas brendan who is the actor who has played xander um Mm. since episode one he was in the original unaired pilot um so he actually has a twin brother and his twin brother is actually in this episode for a lot of the shots where they needed to have both both Xanders in the same shot mm. rather than, you know, spending any money for like a um, a body double and then doing computer CGI stuff to like put his face. They just brought in his twin brother. Yeah, and it works great. It really did. And yeah. there are... Um, there are certain instances, like, I believe that Trash Xander is always played mm. by Nicholas Brendan. Um, and then it's his twin brother whenever Trash Xander and Clean Xander are in the same shot, but it's always Nicholas Brendan playing Trash Xander and his twin brother playing um, Clean Xander Clean when they're Z- in the same shot. Yeah. But it's, I just think it's, like, hysterical and also fascinating that they were able to do this. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the times when you see twins in movies and tv shows either they're playing the same character because of child labor laws or they're playing separate characters like in the um think of it like mary kate and ashley olsen playing the same character on full house and then Mm -hmm. playing themselves slash different characters depending on which way you want to look at it sorry i'm being attacked by a bug over here um but like in all of like the mary kate and ashley movies and Mm -hmm. uh something something new york i don't know um i don't remember what the movie was but um they were always either playing the same character or separate twin characters Mm. but i think it's so funny that they had um nicholas brendan's twin brother come in and play opposite him for just this episode yeah 
I mean, I would say, like, it's just so good because there's always going to be body doubles with stuff like this. And really only, like, in the past probably 10 years have they gotten it to a point where, like, it looks good. Like, I think Social Network was the first one where, like, if I hadn't known Army Hammer didn't have a twin, like, I would have just thought Army Hammer was part of a twin instead of just how they cut his head onto mm-hmm. the other actor. But, uh, yeah, yeah, it just it just works so well. And it was probably really cool for them to, like, yeah, yeah have this episode together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you give it for a rating? Honestly, I kind of really like this episode. I think it's hysterical mm-hmm. and it's one of the ones that like I'll actually go back to if I want to watch something kind of like light and just funny and like very right. quick-witted and um so I give this one like an 8. I really like this episode. Nice. I give this a 7, but yeah, it's it's really good. It's it's fun and funny and very interesting idea using the mm-hmm. the twins. So yeah, and as far as like a like a watcher pass, I definitely give this one a watch. Um, mm. It explains like why Xander's living situation changed. Um, which, if you didn't know that all of this went down, you'd probably be like, "Didn't he used to live in the basement as parents' house? Yeah, how can you afford this place? Yeah, what the hell." <laughs> but uh, you know, it turns out that he's just a really hard, good construction worker. So mm-hmm. finally, he finally found something. That he's good at and likes. Yep. All right. So next episode, Out of My Mind, season five, episode number four, originally aired October 17th, 2000, written by Rebecca Randy Kirshner and directed by David Grossman. We begin in a graveyard. Buffy is perched atop a mausoleum. Uh, she starts running towards a grave that a vampire is trying to get out of and kills it before it can emerge. So like, you know, showing that she's really on top of things. Um, a second vampire emerges, but then Riley shows up to take him out. Um, and then a third vampire emerges, and then Spike comes out of nowhere to fight him. And Buffy's like, why do I even bother showing up? <laughs> um, Spike's just there for the fun of it. Um, Buffy tells him to stay clear, and Riley's like, yeah. And Buffy rolls her eyes at that and so he's like hey i saw that seems like neither boy is entirely welcome <laughs> oh, man. um buffy and riley go to leave riley is all hopped up and wanting to kill more vampires spike in the background monologues while they leave uh and he's talking about making buffy's neck his chalice all that and then uh, of course this is undercut by him falling into an open grave <laughs> as he goes to walk away yeah, <laughs> and that is the intro. So I, I love like, it when when Spike's monologues get cut off. It's hysterical. Yeah, just a continuation of last season and Angel last yep. season of just he can never be the big bad he wants to be anymore. No. So Willow and Buffy are debating um, a, are debating a topic about the French Revolution, specifically the death of Marat. Uh, who was a French revolutionary who was murdered by Charlotte Corday. And the painting of his death is very famous. If you've ever taken a art history class, you will have definitely been shown this painting. <laughs> I would say it's probably one of the most famous paintings in the world. Um, Buffy is arguing that she thinks that he was actually killed by a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um Willow's very, like, happy that they're having, like, a conversation about school. 
in like a debate. Um, so Buffy and Willow arrive at the magic box and everyone else is helping Giles set up. Willow and Tara have a cute moment um, where Tara's trying to tell Willow's fortune. Um, then in the back of the shop, Giles, Xander, and Riley have set up a pretty dope training gym for Buffy to, you know, train. It's, it's awesome. And it's cool that they did that for her. Just a nice little scene. <laughs> at Spike's place, Harmony shows up. She still thinks Buffy is coming after her for what happened earlier in the season. But it's safe to assume that Buffy hasn't thought about Harmony for one second since then. Nope. Um... <laughs> Spike agrees to let Harmony hide out there and they make a pact to help each other take Buffy down with Spike being the brains and Harmony being the brawn. Riley and Buffy have a scene together where Riley shows off his stamina. This is like, okay, whatever. <laughs> it's kind of like a weird... Um, Don and Joyce are at home making breakfast when Joyce passes out. Um, at the hospital, a doctor named Ben lets them know that she's doing okay. Don is uh, He's an his... intern. Oh, an intern. Sorry. <laughs> at the hospital, an intern named Ben is letting you know that they're doing okay. Uh, Don's playing with his stethoscope. Ben's heartbeat is normal. Buffy's heartbeat is normal. But Riley's heartbeat is, like, pounding. Um, Riley goes and sees a doctor who advises him to stay overnight, but Riley doesn't want to. Buffy's worried, but Riley chalks it up to the tests that the initiative ran on him, affecting his body now. And he feels fine, so he's not worried about it. Because he's a guy. Guys are dumb. Let's <laughs> just say that. Um, I'm glad you said it, not me. <laughs> unless, unless guys are actively dying, they will be like, it, it's fine. <laughs> Unless they have a cold. Okay, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. If Riley had a cold, he'd be in that hospital bed, no doubt. <laughs> it's like you have a fever of 99.1. Yes, but I'm dying. Oh, man. So, I, I, mean, I can't disagree. I'm definitely like that as well. So, um, uh, Buffy, Willow, and Don um, try to come up with a way to get in touch with the initiative. Don actually has a really great idea. She says if she thinks that the government's spying on them, just say something to let them know he's in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, Buffy goes to the magic box and picks up the phone, saying that Riley's in trouble and needs help. Um, Riley is playing, a, is playing basketball, um, which is a throwback to the real life. Uh, the actor played college basketball. So, Mark Lucas. Yep. Yes, very good basketball player. Um, compared to the general population, I don't know how great he was in college, but he's probably very good for like normal people. It's a nice little uh, throwback for anybody who started watching the show because they knew him. Yes, right. So um, he sees Graham and he stops playing. Graham wants to help Riley get better, but Riley doesn't trust him as Graham's still working for the government. Riley then beats up Graham and the other agents who are there to help take him uh, to the doctor and runs. Then we cut to Graham telling Buffy what's going on. He says that, basically he says that Riley's having an adrenaline overload among other things. So he's way stronger than he should be and he feels no pain and that his heart can't take it forever. Graham does have a doctor waiting at the Sunnydale Hospital to take care of Riley. Buffy just needs to get him there. Xander and Anya go to check out the docks 
as in shipping docs, not docs. I know we're talking about hospitals and doctors. So it's kind of confusing line. Willow and Terror mm-hmm. offer to check out the old school. Buffy needs to check out the Initiative Caves, but Spike is the only one who knows it well enough um, to help her navigate because working with Adam last season. So Buffy goes over to bribe Spike into helping. He says, if it's so important to you, I'll take half the money now and half when it's done. So Buffy <laughs> rips the bills in half. Um, so Spike and Harmony do not help. Instead, they arrive at the hospital and threaten the doctor into taking his chip out. The doctor is not about this at all. He has no idea how to do this. Um, and he's worried that he will kill Spike or leave him as a vegetable. Seems like he's a heart surgeon instead of a brain surgeon, which makes sense. Like, you're not just a surgeon. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know, a specialized field. Um, Spike doesn't care about his objections because he's like, well, if you don't do it, I'll kill you. So it seems like good motivation to do this right. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. Yeah. So uh, Willow and Tara are searching the school. Will lights up the school with magic. Tara is impressed, but also curious as to how she learned how to do this. You know, she shows again that she's really advancing, like in earlier mm-hmm. where she lit the fire. Um, Buffy finds Riley in the initiative caves, just punching a rock wall. <laughs> um, it breaks and he says that he feels no pain. Riley doesn't want to go back, um, just be- not just because he doesn't trust the government, but because he doesn't want to feel normal and not be strong anymore because Buffy will leave him behind. Buffy's very hurt by this assumption. If Riley can accept her as a superhero, she can accept him as a normal person. Um, she convinces him that everything will be fine with them and to go to the doctor. You can tell that this is, you know, emblematic of possible bigger issues in the relationship. Uh, I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's the start, though, because, I mean, we already no. saw that conversation with uh Riley and Xander at the end of the last right. episode where he was like, I'm so in love with Buffy, but she doesn't love me. Right. Um, the so the doctor is working on Spike's brain, and Harmony won't shut up. <laughs> um, Puffy and Riley get to the hospital and see the men knocked out, including Graham, and realize that Spike's plan was to kidnap the doctor and to have him remove the chip. So back at the um, operating room, which is the campus like training place. Um, Harmony is smoking a cigarette. Uh, the doctor says, can you please put that out? And she's like, uh, there's no rules against it. And he points to a sign that says no smoking. <laughs> she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't see the sign. <laughs> so when she turns around to put the cigarette uh, out, the doctor removes the chip and puts it in a metal jar. Um, Buffy, Ri- Buffy and Riley arrive just as Spike's getting patched up. Um, and they face off against Spike and Harmony. Well, it, during this face-off, Harmony accidentally shoots Riley in the lake with a crossbow, um, which starts the pair's fighting. Um, it turns out that the chip is still in Spike's head. During the fight, Riley has a heart attack, I'm pretty sure. Um, the doctor had actually dropped a penny into the metal jar to trick Harmony and Spike. Um, Spike and Harmony leave. The doctor comes over to help Riley. He saves him. The next day, Graham tells Riley that he belongs with the government, not in Sunnydale. Buffy goes to Spike's place to confront him. Spike asks her to kill him. It's very dramatic. 
he takes off his shirt <laughs> to like just stab me, put me out of misery. I don't want to live in a world that has you in it. Buffy lunges forward. He recoils. They both stop. The pair start kissing, but Buffy backs off. Then slowly comes toward him. Buffy says that she wants him, and Spike says he loves her so much. Then Spike wakes up. The episodes end with Spike being like, "Oh God, no! Please no!" (laughs) Oh man! So, what do you think of this episode? Um, I don't really like this one, to be honest. I yeah. I I mean, for rating. Oh God, I'm I'm. Can I do like a five point five? Sure. I'll probably still list it as a five, but yeah, we'll give it a okay. 5.5. Just because, like, it's it's very Riley-centric, which annoys me. I mm. think the Spike trying to get his chip removed, um, there are some funny lines in there uh, with him and the Doctor and, and Harmony and the Doctor and the whole thing about there's no smoking in here and points to the sign. She's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I didn't see the sign. Right. <laughs> it's like going yeah, from badass to... Funny. Yeah. Um... It's, yeah, it's, uh, yeah. So I, I gotta go with a 5.5. 5. Uh, as far, as far as a watcher pass, honestly, I might even pass on this one. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has any, I mean, we already knew that Giles had bought the magic box. We see them setting it up. The only really cute thing in this one is, um, them setting up the training gym but otherwise, it's just a kind of continuation of Riley and Buffy uh, struggles. It's the beginning of Joyce getting sick. But that's like, like as soon as she's in the hands of the doctors, Buffy takes off to go deal with Riley and his stuff. Hmm. Um, where Dawn is during all of this, I have no idea. Maybe with um, Willow and Tara, maybe. But um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. It's yeah so yeah i'm gonna go with like a 5.5 and a pass it's it's not an essential viewing episode for me i gave it a six so with your five the the six will average out to 5.5 which i think is about where it belongs like the spike being awesome and it doesn't make up for the rest of the episode being eh. Um, yeah and so this one was written by uh rebecca rand kirschner I don't remember her name ever coming up again. Yeah. It's not a name that we know. Mm. So I don't know if that plays a part into it, but yeah, this is, this isn't an episode that I watch for fun. I'll just put it that way. Makes sense. All right. Anything else you want to bring up before we get on out of here for this episode? Um, nope. Uh, next episode will be covering no place like home and family. So, those are, those are some pretty good episodes. Um, yep. So, yeah. So, we'll we'll get to learn a little bit more about Dawn, which is good. So, yeah. um, look forward to talking about those. Sounds great. Uh, and where can they follow you online? Um, if you want to follow me on Twitter, which uh, I, I never really post anything, um, you can follow me at, at Jillian underscore Swan. That's Swan with two N's. Um, if you want to DM me there and talk Buffy, it, I will see it eventually. Uh, I don't spend a lot of time on Twitter right now just because uh, the world is kind of batshit crazy. So <laughs> I only need that craziness showing up in a few places in my life. I don't need to be mm. 
in, like engrossed in it. So, um, I if you DM me on Twitter, I will try to get to it eventually. Yeah. And when this comes out three weeks from now, I just thought like, how crazy is three weeks from now going to be? Oh my god. <laughs> Let alone now. Who knows well, what the fuck's going to happen by then? Well, let's put it this way. Um, Halloween. There's also going to be a full moon. Yes, and... let's go. <laughs> so uh, I I don't know if it would be better or worse if uh, a virgin lit a black flame candle that night uh, and brought the Sanderson sisters back. I mean, I didn't have it on my 2020 bingo card, but, mm-hmm. but we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> but we'll see what's going on in three weeks. Yeah. Um, and also we'll be, what, two weeks away from the election at that point? Mm-hmm. Or, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at the wrong date here. Um, I don't even know what day it is anymore. When is this episode coming out? This episode's coming out on the 23rd. So, yeah. Mm. So, we'll be, like, two weeks away from the election. <sighs> we'll see how it goes. See how? <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the TheFakeBMar. That's B-M-A-R-R. You can follow me on Instagram at SuperMarboro. Follow the channel on Twitter at WG Everything on Instagram at Wicked Get Everything on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Everything. Tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell everybody about the Sunnydale Review. We will see you in the next one. The Sunnydale Review is a Wicked Get Everything production. Fan art of Buffy was created by Fishbone Art. The logo was created by Tamar Kutab. The original intro and outro song was created by Alex Carl.